just as unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gay Tommy. So, pass the ball to our guest. We have a guest. So, we have a guest. Today, we have a guest who owns a pie shop. This is one of the coolest things that's ever happened. Are we allowed to name the pie shop? Can we promote it? It's called Pell's Pies. It's in Lefferts Garden, Brooklyn. Pell's Pie Co. It's called Pell's Pie Co. And Pell's Pie Co. owner, Allison Pell's Pie Co. (laughs) First name, well, first name, Allison, last name, Pell's Pie Co. I mean, don't disrespect me. Um... (laughs) Found us and decided that she wanted to make us some fucking pies. So we got a fucking tomato pie that looks delicious. Have you have ever a- heard in your life a thing about a tomato pie? I haven't. Never. I'm psyched. Is it's it? Southern, she says. Also, she's from Australia, so this is a mishmash. It's Oh, it's a okay. Okay, well, that's where we end. Ooh, so that's racial. a good segue. Okay, can it, uh, you guys didn't hear that? It's an explicitly racial felon stolen pie. She stole a recipe from noted racist yes. Roseanne Barr. I mean, <laughs> Paula Dean. <laughs> which is, she reappropriated and appropriated tomato pie, which was stolen from slaves. Okay, oh, moving on. Black people definitely invented <laughs> tomato pie. As soon as you said Paula Dean, I was like, oh, it's black people. Got it. And a chocolate pie, in case we haven't talked about black people. Enough. Yo, everybody hates black people. That's what I'm realizing. Like Roseanne tweet okay so if you're listening to this you know because we're releasing this the day after it happened and it's literally all anybody on twitter can talk about <laughs> all over social media at least where i'm looking i'm sure where you're looking is more intelligent but roseanne's canceled you Highest know that show. where people are looking is not more intelligent yeah, <laughs> don't even say that <laughs> but it's canceled because roseanne called valerie jarrett uh and planet of the apes meets muslim brotherhood like and that is just racist right is it a joke Karen. she said plant she said uh it was like planned parenthood meets planet of the Apes. no no planned parent did i just say planned yeah, Parenthood? <laughs> well that was random um she said muslim brotherhood well that was a weird turnaround meets planet of the apes one of the enemies so is it racist my question it's all look it doesn't matter if you say yes, ape does. about but it doesn't because if you are a public figure and you say ape about a black person it's racist and you're is valerie it. jarrett black i have no idea uh, somebody, somebody on twitter said that she's not black she's persian but i don't know that literally sounds like potato 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 to me or like tomato pie tomato pie <laughs> okay she's not african-american black uh if that like if that's what somebody said mm. um so I don't know if that even matters. I don't know if, like, it, the thing that this unleashed that I thought was the most, like, ugh, here we go, is the side-by-side pictures of Valerie Jarrett's real face next to Helena, I think it's Helena Bonham Carter's made-up face from the Planet of the Apes, Apes movies. And it's, like, the two of them with, like, similar haircuts and, like, sort of similar skin tones. And so there's, like, all these people saying, oh, yeah, they look nothing alike. So it's unleashed that whole thing. Um... And that's sort of like the idea of like, uh, there's this comic, I can't remember if you look back on my Twitter feed from earlier this week, I I called her out, but she was like, don't (laughs) even think about making the joke you were going to make about whatever it was, whatever outrage was that day. I honestly can't even remember that. And I just, I don't even know her, but I noticed she follows unhirable shows, uh, at unhirable show. No, this comic I'm talking about, um, Karen's Instagramming or, or researching. I'm trying to look up the actual verbatim word for word of this tweet. Yeah, but it was, it was literally Muslim brotherhood plus planet of the apes equals VJ. Like that's basically what the, okay. So our guest who's not Mike has a question. Wait, wait, will you mic her or just let her talk to a mic? Which Planet of the Apes has two movies? Okay, no, there's actually like probably eight or nine movies at this point. (laughs) Okay, so which version? It's not the most recent ones. 
uh, that like had um, that started with like uh, Me Too or James Franco. But that's the new ones. So that's CGI apes that actually look like apes. This in the early in the like 1960s or 50s version with Charlton Heston, uh, they did not look like real apes. And then they made I think Tim Burton did a version of it in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And that's the one that there's an image of Helena Bonham Carter in ape makeup that people are putting. I think it's Helena Bonham Carter next to Valerie Jarrett's face. So it's from that version of Planet of the Apes that people are making the but all Roseanne said was Planet of the Apes yeah. she didn't specify which version or anything like that so I think of course 100% it's racist I thought Valerie Jarrett was black and I guess to some degree when she's like considered President Obama's like right hand person in a lot of ways mm-hmm. like she vacationed with him on Martha's Vineyard like she got a house right down the road from him Jared. when granted she was working for him it's not like it's a but like she was right there with him on vacation working I'm sure but like they were very very connected so she's connected to the black American president and Roseanne is connected to the white follow-up to that president who questioned constantly the legitimacy of that black president so she is now calling somebody associated with the black presidency uh an ape. So it is racist, I yeah. think, for that reason. So my question is this, though. like, well, I, I, I don't disagree that it, at, at the very, very minimum, has racial overtones, which is just like, if you're so famous, you have your own TV show, just fucking leave the racist shit alone or even the potentially like you know better you know better but here's my question what was what was the context not to say it's great under one context but what was the context of this tweet like was she just um tweeting out of nowhere was this just like an isolated tweet do you know what i mean what why was she tweeting about valerie jarrett in the first place was she like you know what i'm saying Sorry, I had to grab something. Uh, yes, I 100% know what you're saying. And I meant to look that up. And I honestly don't know. Because Valerie Jarrett is like a law professor, I think, at University of Chicago now. Yeah. So it's like, well, I don't know what Valerie Jarrett's doing. I, my thought, when I first thought this, I was like, Roseanne is probably going... Like, I, I, I don't mean this in an empathetic way. I just, I literally did think this. I was like, of all the things that were, that could bring Roseanne da- down... It's like a borderline inconsequential, not inconsequential, that's the wrong word, but like you tweeted about somebody who's kind of irrelevant right now, not like in a like global sense, but like to the moment, to the zeitgeist, I don't think that she actually like is somebody that people are, I don't know, she didn't like, it wasn't a risk worth taking. There was nothing noble about this death. She was just being cunty, like the way that Rosie's cunty. Like it was, she goes, "I apologize to Val- Valerie Jarrett and all Americans. I'm truly sorry for making a bad joke about her politics and her looks. I should have known better. Forgive me, my joke was in bad taste." Okay. So the second she says her politics and her looks, this is what hung her. Honestly, besides just tweeting a stupid tweet, now she just like literally signed her own death warrant because so you so you did make it about her looks and she's brown skin so it's racist you just said that it was racist you admitted it yeah it's not that you did it it's that you admitted it and that's and the you number apologize one to all rule. americans why would you apologize to all americans if you're not being racist trump never admits this is the thing about trump he never admits that it's racist he never admits that it is what it exactly and he doesn't apologize to all americans what well, we need to mic you yeah yeah that's what i'm doing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm getting her on a mic because you keep talking <laughs> Paul's pies can you fucking get it together Honestly, i know you know how to do pies it's a podcast. really well People can't hear you without a mic. <laughs> not it's not real is, life. Not everything 
those pies, okay, Allison? <laughs> uh, she's tired because she's been up since 4 a.m. <laughs> probably. She's just been making pies all day. You guys are going to have to forgive Pell's Pies. <laughs> okay, Pell's Pies. Okay, so we are now the show that if you're a fan and you offer us gifts, you are welcome on the fucking show. More than welcome. We'll even let you scream in a corner if you bring us pies. I didn't know you were a fan of the show. <laughs> yeah, seriously, though, welcome. Wait, are you an American citizen? So I'm hearing the Australian more yes. and more. You are. My mom is from Detroit. Ooh, oh, okay. So she's What'd a dues-paying American. What did you think of the movie Detroit? Neither did I. Did you see it? No. No, of course not. Actually, I've been when I was a kid. Oh, been? Have you been? Ooh, I'm hearing it. You're so exotic, Pals Pies. Um, no. So after all yes. this happened yes. with... <laughs> all right, I'm done. After all this happened with Roseanne, uh, ABC, obviously, canceled, the president canceled. of ABC, Couldn't a black woman, uh, canceled the show. I'm not saying that a Couldn't black woman canceled it, but cancel. I'm saying a black woman canceled the okay, show. Okay, here's the thing. If, a lot of people on Twitter show, are saying that. If the show was canceled that quickly, it means the show wasn't doing super well. Because if it was, they would have used this as like a crazy PR thing to be like, look how crazy, controversial, and political our show is. Tune in. Our star no, is so out of control. It's not that blind. It's literally not that blind. It, capitalism. I think it literally is. No, it's literally not because it's 100% the number one show. Also, people were making tons of money in syndication off of reruns of the show and its syndication deal was just canceled so not only are there not a few more there's two there were two seasons planned of this so that's two years of work mm, for like right. i don't know how many people it, it was, was making, strong in its ratings you yes know what's crazy I know. though but they were having issues like whitney cummings who's a showrunner left like a week ago and posted to her instant was like, yeah, it's because of my tour schedule, my other commitments, which never means that it literally never means that she knew those things before she took this job. It's like people do showing jobs all the time. So that means that there's some drama already. There's some shit going on already is what I'm saying. It's not just the tweet. Okay, but it is literally just the tweet like that. No, it's 100 percent just the tweet. That's what's so interesting about this uh, is that it is just the tweet, the tweet got her fired the tweets the straw that broke the camel's back the show was having issues okay maybe there were some like to lose a showrunner that quickly okay but karen yeah but that's like to say that the presidency that you you and i both say is like probably stronger than people give it credit for is in jeopardy because it was losing so many uh staff members and i would also say that okay but i think that's being proven not to be true like we keep seeing with the president like everyone's like oh my god we knew he wouldn't get north korea as soon as i heard that i was like he's just fucking no no, no. there's a difference between failure and instability you can say i'm not saying that the fact that there's high turnover means that it's a failure i think it means it's really chaotic and unstable and i would say the same for roseanne it was probably oh yeah she's a deeply unstable person that's demonstrable from her entire history in the public eye correct but there's two points that you made that I just fundamentally disagree with which is that this was the straw that broke the camel's back it was not a straw that broke the camel's back they would have kept riding this were it not for that there's a lot of other shit that's happened with oh, Roseanne. But she, she's been saying shit too yeah you're right she's been talking about Chelsea Clinton and you know you can't do that yeah I mean she has been George saying Soros. shit the George Soros stuff was crazy. It was retweeted by... She tweeted by Chelsea Soros Clinton. <laughs> she retweeted... Uh, she was retweeted <laughs> by Donald Trump Jr. Um, b- with the George Soros tweet, which like ev- like everyone in the Trump administration just lies. And it's one thing that actually she doesn't do. Like, 
she never lies. Roseanne always says what's on her mind. It's just that she's so irrational and uh, impulsive that there's no controlling her. Like she's a nutcase. She go after the George Soros tweet, which was she accused Chelsea Clinton of being married to a Soros cousin or whatever. She goes, she goes. Sorry to have tweeted incorrect info about you. She's tweeting to Chelsea. She goes, please forgive me. By the way, George Soros is a Nazi who turned in his, his fellow Jews to be murdered in German concentration camps and stole their wealth. Were you aware of that? But we all make mistakes, right, Chelsea? <laughs> I mean, that's funny. It it's Charlie. I don't she's know if any it's of it's funny. true. It's just funny. But it's funny and also like kind of sad because like. This is a mogul. This is somebody who's built an empire. This is somebody who is responsible for a lot of jobs. And she can't see past her own mental illness Yeah, and to amen. be responsible. You just said it. Um, but this is happening constantly. And you know what? There's a difference also. So they cancel the show. That's business, right? That's to be expected. She said something crazy. There's a backlash. It's canceled. That's fine. But to be like cancel Roseanne, the person I think is so fucking shitty. People Why? Who, we don't know the person. None we don't know the person, know but the person. I'm any okay. But I'm saying ex- apply that to anything. Anytime anybody says, which they do constantly, and you see it every day, nonstop, that canceled. They should be canceled. This person should be canceled. Why are we canceling? Why is this the time in our nation's history when we've decided it's a great time to cancel people? What does that mean? You're worse than dead because now you're living and will never ever hear you. What a fucking awful way to deal with whatever you think the problem is. I, I mean, I think she... She's brazen. That's what she does. Absolutely needs to go away. I don't think oh, that... Really? Yeah, I think she's a danger. She needs a hiatus. To herself but and cancel? others. Cancel. So we'll no, never no, no, deal I with her again. No, no, I'm not saying I, no, no, I'm not saying you I'm are. Not I'm that. not saying you are. I'm saying that's people's knee-jerk reaction. But her specifically, she them. needs to go away. It's done. She's ruined it. She ruined this for everybody. Yeah. So she needs to go the fuck away. She needs to take a seat. Also, this is like hundreds of people's jobs. You know what I mean? This is like the whole crew and pre and post production. Yeah. I mean, it is akin. And she had a chance. She had a chance to like say something that wasn't nothing, which is what we're always trying to do on this show and make an impact in this like crazy volatile thing to people who give a shit about her. Like all of us who grew up watching Roseanne cared about it or at least would have lent it an ear. I don't know why I cared about it. I don't know why I cared about it. I guess because I probably did relate to something in that show. I watched it a lot growing up, but it was never a show like Saved by the Bell. If you asked me what my favorite show was, I would tell you Saved by the Bell. Ten thousand percent. But like Roseanne, I. No, like it from that era, One like when million I was a kid. percent, yeah. <laughs> and uh, including The Wire and The Sopranos. <laughs> didn't watch. Didn't watch Saved by the Bell. Still number one. <laughs> Uh, Is it? I thought it was about singing, and I was like, "Fuck music." Oh, because I I'm like, "Fuck so music." Oh, I did. I never knew that. That's clever. Yeah. I never knew the justification. Literally, everyone hates music. Um, especially <laughs> <laughs> Roseanne Barr. No, she did destroy the national anthem, and it's still. I'm sorry, that video is still funny. I'm I'm pulling it up right now because when you brought that up to me, it is still one of the funniest things that you have ever made me watch ever in our history. I can't believe together. you had never seen it. Like Roseanne singing the national anthem is so. Like iconic, especially now, this deepens how iconic that is because she is somebody who has given all of us a place to focus 
our anger <laughs> about whatever moment we're in. Then it was like the Gulf War era. People were really pissed off about that shit. She gets out there. Grabs her crotch out of the frame and spat on the ground. Why? If you've ever heard her speak, why would you ever, ever ask her to sing the national anthem? That really just humanized her again for me. Oh my god! Wow, that's too bad. Right back down to earth. You know, nothing changed. You know, I was thinking about this. She's the same bitch. That's what I'm saying. That national anthem bitch should never be on Twitter. No, here's the deal. Back then, back then, everybody around her generation and older was running shit. So, like, her racism was nothing compared to the people that owned everything when she was our age. So, now we're in a different place. And the people that are owning shit are like, fuck no with this. And people are looking a lot more closely at what we all... I tweeted this today. But, like... If you're not black in this country, you come from people that hate black people. Mm-hmm. That is basically Unless true. Unless you're an immigrant. Well, no, especially if you're an immigrant. I, was just, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, all right, let me find the limits of this. I don't, I don't think that there's any group of people that's exempted from hatred of black I th- people. I think you're right. I think I might be right about that. I could be wrong. So, like, what we're dealing with now is just the changing of the guard. And there's going to be a lot of casualties between our generation and especially the one that's like one or two behind us, the like 19, 20 year olds, because the Emma, uh, what's her names? Gonzalez. Yeah. Thank you, Pels Pies. <laughs> the lesbian gun warriors are going to save us all. And but it's going to be that is depressing. I can't listen to I can't listen to her one more time. No, no, I can't I listen know. to I I well, cannot listen to a teenager tell me what's wrong with shit one more fucking time. That is my job on this podcast. <laughs> and I'll be goddamn if a child takes it from me. But Seriously, a child is going to take it from us the way that we're taking it from Roseanne. Maybe that's just the, that's nature. Kids. Taking is a misnomer. I mean, on that topic, it's fine because that happened to them and it was serious. But I, I just don't think they've lived enough to be able to like... It's sweet. Well, did you guys hear the story about there was these um, like Catholic high school valedictorians who were denied the right to give their valedictorian speech? Like it was at one the guy, last right? Second. A gay guy. It was, was two. It was like one? a guy and a girl, I think. Both queer. And then he, um, I don't know if they were queer or not, but then he um, was outside with a megaphone and after graduation just gave the speech anyway. And like that's cool. And 
that's dope that he did that and had the balls to do that honestly that's like a thing that is newer to like our parents generation didn't do that but well some, this, you'd have to be a real badass because but the speech itself you wouldn't was be doing annoying. it for the same the, level of he attention goes, but he goes but here's why the speech is annoying he goes uh, you're right and he goes the, he goes um I think that it's a mistake to say that that wisdom is directly proportionate to age because I think that I'm paraphrasing like I think that like the older generation has a lot to learn from like like I think that we have this wisdom that older people just don't have and I've I can't listen to a kid say anything like okay, that but one on more the one hand time. you would a, a child would say that but he won't think that and 10 years but 10 years is a long time I look at this isn't about power this is about me selfishly not wanting to hear totally. children talk 100%. ever yeah yeah that is I what just it is. never want to hear but that's it. very common between the generations like I feel I'm like oh do not replace me motherfucker don't talk I'm ageless. to me it's not no it's not I'm not like that whatever. but it's I'm like, also a little older than you this is kind of new for me I'm 35 you know I met a woman at um at Greenwich Village Comedy Club when I was doing my spot a couple of days ago and I was um, right before my spot in the green room and um, she was this like older lady who was somebody's guest and she was start talking to me and she was like, you know, oh, the guy that she was with who had brought her back into the green room kept bragging like about these horrible things he had done. He was like, and then I kicked the door down. I yell. I was like, oh, you're violent. You're like mean and violent. You yell and you kick things. And that's like weird and not okay. And she was like, after he left, she was like, you know, she started like crying and she goes, you know, I'm 50. And she was like, I just like, don't ever have the courage to say something like that. She was like my kids and like your generation. She thought I was very young, which I am. She goes, (laughs) she was like, you guys just say shit. Like, if you see something, you just say it. She was like, I would never have the ball. So I was like, you do. She told me this sad story. Her daughter was hooking up with some guy, turns around and sees him filming her on his phone, freaks out, like stops it, knocks the phone out of his hand, like can't get him to delete it, whatever, puts him on blast on Facebook. And like, there are all these repercussions for him, right? He got like dropped from teams or whatever, because there was nothing that could really be done except for that, right? She had this experience and she, this woman starts crying and she was like, I just admire like that spirit. That's beautiful. Like that's what these kids are doing too. And that's like, that's new. Well, so that's one of the things that I actually thought was cool about Roseanne's show. I didn't watch a lot of it, but I'm 100% going back and watching every episode now. Obviously, we're binging. I, well, we're I need binging. to see what it was because I really did fall out of it, but that's just because I fall out of all TV. But the two episodes that I watched, I liked that she was like, uh, she was kind of doing what she did when she sang the national anthem, which was putting herself in front of a giant stadium full of people booing at her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that... You know, I mean, that just happened to Giuliani. So I think that Giuliani might be an exception. They just booed him at a Yankees game, which is so funny. (laughs) On his birthday, too. (laughs) New Yorkers are the fucking best. Someone tweeted that, but it's so true. Um, But, you know, so that's not... (laughs) This is a job for pie. (laughs) But Roseanne was so willing to, like... Oh, yeah, you should. A ship you pie. You have a lot like, of power. Fuck Giuliani. Fuck that guy. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's so fu- it's just so goddamn funny. <laughs> Atti- yeah. Really? Like, to match his teeth. Stuff. Yeah. His little fucking oh, devil teeth. He has money. Why does he need to fix that? I don't because know. Because this is New York. Nobody gives a shit. That's if you're true. rich, 
That's all you need to do. So that's the world too. That's, that's the, not just that's New York. The, the rich New York. have nice teeth. The very, very rich could give two fucks about their teeth because they know money buys teeth, not the other way around. Yep. Teeth don't buy money. Exactly. Motherfucker. So <laughs> I always liked Yo, that about Rosé. Put that on Roseanne. a pie and bake it. <laughs> but when I think about her generation, like what I tweeted when this had, like I'm kind of like mourning Roseanne's loss. Not not yeah. like in a personal way, but it like it makes me think a lot about a just being vulnerable as an artist. B the responsibility that you have to protect anybody who invests in your art Mm -hmm. but also to be honest and true to the art and i think that she's being dishonest when she calls this a joke because it wasn't a joke it wasn't a joke and she was the the really fucked up thing about it who gives a fuck what she says about valerie jarrett i could give two shits i don't even care if it's racist i don't i don't care she probably had a couple glasses of wine she was a little drunk what totally and what's fucked up is that she just fucked more than a hundred people's jobs like a lot of those people have kids and shit but she was somebody she recklessly didn't give a shit about that okay so what i what what i'm really feeling is this like is nostalgia the right word but like a reminiscence for the era of roseanne in my childhood Mm -hmm. and what i actually observed in the community around which i was watching roseanne because that was not it was kind of a show we weren't supposed to watch, but like also we watched what it. What do you mean not supposed to? Like The Simpsons was a show we couldn't watch. MTV as was a channel. As kids or like as a family? Were your parents like, you're too young? Or were they like, we don't watch this? It was like, you can never watch this. Not just like now, not mm. just as a family. It was like, you cannot watch this. It was Why? very Catholic. I see. You know what I mean? Like maybe yeah. that's like something that doesn't make sense to a Jew because it's very dialogic well, in the family we had, and you like we had talk some, about shit. We had goyish shit that wasn't watched. Like we didn't watch Christmas movies. It was just not done. That's it just Jewish wasn't done. Like we, people. it wasn't even a forbidden thing or whatever. My parents were just like, "Oh Jesus, no!" My, I mean, they didn't say Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would have been a no. But even if I like, because you know, like my sister and I grew up here, went to school here. If we came home and we're like, "Oh Jesus Christ, Mom," um, that would be an issue. We don't say Jesus, and we don't. Yeah, well, you don't need to. So I wondered, like, how and much of I this, do. how much of this was like a like Zionist of her generation? Because like at first I was like, is this a Jewish thing? And I was like, no, it's not Jewish. What's Jewish though specifically? Uh, hating black people. That's what I was wondering. I've been grappling with this it's idea of Jews and black Jews. people. It's not unique to Jews. I no, mean, but the, the country was founded on it. That is the ultimate point that I come to, and it's an obvious point to come to. But like putting it in context of the culture around which she grew up. Um, and thinking about the way that I grew up and like where I was watching Roseanne and my parents are Roseanne's generation, completely different. But They're the not common Jewish. common denominator is American, not Jewish, she's not, a radical, not Irish, not I whatever, would say not a Zionist, deranged, American. She's a deranged Zionist. That's fine. That's fine. But that's not where the racism comes from. That's not where the American style racism comes from. Okay, but I, I Zionism go by... Zionism is nothing... Zionism is another animal altogether about whether or not there should be a state of israel that's that's totally separate okay so i agree with you on a philosophical level on a literal level that that is true i'm making a pragmatic point though not a philosophical however with nuance i actually think in practice there is some connection between a lot of zionism as it's practiced and racism 
Meaning what? Meaning that there is considered an acceptable loss uh, in the assertion of Zionism, of a Zionist right to a homeland. But you're extrapolating that, so then they go, okay, yeah, and Somebody you guys, who defends- and guys here in the United States, fuck black people. Like, it's not, those things don't go, those, those aren't, no, it's, because not like, racism it's not like is how racism. Black Lives Matter, like, align themselves with Palestinians, and then the Zionists align themselves with not black. Like, okay, that's but here's not, what I want to say. Thing. In confidence, like, all of my Jewish friends, all of them, with the exception of a few, probably, uh, say that their parents are racist. Just like, and this is the point that I get to, okay? All everybody's of them parents are racist. Not everyone's everybody's parents, parents are, are American, though. Okay, fine. Fair enough. But my point is that, like, okay, so I know a lot of Jews, so that's, like, maybe unfair. But then I think about my Irish friends, and that's also true. Italian friends, that's also true. Basically, like, all of my friends' parents, their generations have some issues with black people. That's not to say... That's not even arguable. Okay, and that made me think about my family, and I was like, okay, so my mother grew up in Southie, in Boston, which is, like, very racist. I've seen the town. Okay, so that's about Charlestown. So it's similar, but not the same. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, it's good, though. Um, We radically don't edit. Like The Departed, or Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, yeah. So that's. How was I like, shocked that you're Australian before? Now it's all I can hear. I know it's Housewives, very. Housewives, I owe you an apology. Of course you're Australian. 50/50. For American ears. I think so. Really. Yeah. Every, I talk to like hundreds of people a day. Uh huh. Like at the counter. See, but you just said counter people. really American. I'm only ten years. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and you said years really American. Yeah, I just want to point it out. Net, uncomfortably. Oh, where'd you work? Oh, I used to. The, I did like a project on the American wing there. Oh. You yeah. you Americanize the ends of your words that end with R. Well, my mom did that too. I That's crazy that they wouldn't understand you and here. Very slowly, I would change, so I didn't have to repeat myself. You know, my mom did that. Like, <laughs> that's so cute. What does this have to do with racism? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, Pels Pies. <laughs> like Derailed a- the conversation. <laughs> An my abrupt mom did right that turn. And it, like, broke my heart. When we were kids, she decided That's that right she needed to uh, change her accent to like, and she really changed it like on purpose. She like hardened all her R's. She's an Israeli with a thick Israeli accent, and it really sounded like she was speaking with marbles in her mouth. And she was like, no, this is a big improvement. People don't understand me. And then li- until this day, she still talks like that. It was, I, like, I remember the day, and I was like, mommy, please don't do this. We understand you and love how you talk. And she was like, no. I think like code switching is probably something that a lot of people have to do when they move into a new culture. It's also just natural. Like, it helps like ease the tension of, you That's know. That's the irony though. You being come in here, a society. But also part of what people really, like part of like the fun of being here is people's like cool different shit and that they say their shit all different. My brother, he's married now, but when he was single, keeping his Aussie accent, he's also a pilot. I bet. <laughs> when I moved to Texas, when I was like a lunatic 18-year-old, I 19-year-old, I like started speaking with a Texas accent when I would get yeah. drunk because I wanted to like imitate my <laughs> friends. And it was like crazy. It was like a real lunatic so thing to do. Hot. It's, it, I mean, kind of, but yeah. I think it's natural. Does it work for you yeah, with men? Like, do men love your accent? Um, American men? I don't know. My boyfriend does. <laughs> <laughs> 
There we go. There's our pals pies. Because when you speak with an American accent, you sound like you're like from Oklahoma, kind of. It's like very well, soft. I used to live and in Providence. Oh, and Boston area. They talk kind of halfway between American and Australian. Because we say halfway. Yeah. My mother talks like that. She calls it a bathtub. Yeah. I can't go to the store. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a soft R. You don't really. It's like a Kennedy accent. Like, you know those old-timey American accents where you're like, when did we talk like that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So nuts. Quimby's based, I think, on. Yeah, maybe he's based on Kennedy. Who's the one based on Buddy Cianci? Yeah, that's true. But not murdering them like Kennedy did. <laughs> Just kidding. Allegedly. Oh, come on. They all did it. It was like a rite of passage in that family. I know my family was like very racist. My father one time, the only time I ever heard him say the M word, I was like on the back porch with my brother. And it was probably a day like today, like pretty hot and humid. And he walked out and like there was like shit all over the yard and <laughs> like all over the porch. And he said, we're living like N words. Oh. <gasps> And it was shocking. 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 Another time. So horrified. And then my community around me was pretty racist too. My dad's best friend was a Brookline cop who used to say the M word all the time. Oh no. Yeah. So my dad was probably racist. However, my dad was also friends with a lot of black people. (laughs) Uh, I mean, that sounds like uh, the truth actually. I mean, I'm laughing because I know people are like, <laughs> oh, oh, but I that, Maybe that's why he was racist. <laughs> I love black people. Don't but we all? My dad, like, also was a good man. Like, he was of his generation. Like, and right. I, I, he didn't hate black people. That was one time I heard him say that word. And he had this awful friend that was, we didn't like in my family because he used to say it all the time. And, like, my brother was a, played football, and that's when black people really came into our lives. Actually... This probably happened before my, but now that I'm piecing it, when my brother started playing football, uh, we started to see black people. But growing up in Boston, where I grew up, which is super racist, I grew up a mile away from the black neighborhood, eh, maybe two miles from Mattapan, which is super black, two miles. And I didn't really see black people until I was, you know, older. Like we went to Disney World when I was five and we got to the hotel and I ran down and I looked over at the pool and I said, oh, we can't stay. We can't use the pool. It's for blacks only. So my family. You scream that? In front of all the black people at the pool <laughs> and my family. So we left the hotel and had to go get. get we got a new hotel because they of that. So yeah, my mother was like, we can't stay yeah. here. She There's was no right. Way. Yeah, she's right. Yeah, she's like, we cannot <laughs> stay here. It's not. And we shouldn't have stayed here. But I also come from a family where I was put in blackface in third grade when I did a project about Louis Armstrong and presented my paper on him. It really is so funny how we all grew up before Twitter. Totally. <laughs> that's that's how what I'm, you know. So I feel like, all right, so let's just disclose it. Because one thing I liked about the Roseanne show then and now is that there was something that I recognized that she had, that my family had, which was this sort of racism, but also an ability to uh, transcend it to a degree mm-hmm. and really allow her human failings to make her this lightning rod, yeah. whether it was through her art, which I think a lot of this is, this was not art. That's what's so disappointing about it is that it wasn't art that brought her down. It was a dumb fucking tweet, a racist, racist tweet. What There's a like, shame. you know, and it, 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 I, a lot of black people that I follow, feel very differently about this than I do. 
and I, or fit not differently. That's not the right word. But I noticed that black people express uh, an anger toward her and a resentment toward her uh, use of her platform uh, that I don't share, but I'm really sensitive to and I respect because I mine is not the same experience as a black person. Well, what can you give an example? Uh, yeah, I really like Trayvon Free a lot. Uh, I, I actually love his social media. He's like one of my favorite people. And he's, he's a writer for something. He's a writer for well, the new Lena Dunham show. Yeah, uh, but right also now. like Daily Show, sh- Daily Show, Bee. Daily Show. He's a Daily Show writer. Former than Samantha B. He's mm-hmm. so funny. I really, really like that guy. He's really like he's he's hardlined. His Insta be popping. Yeah, you're right. Super popping. He's like one of the only people when I go to his Insta story and there's 27 dashes at the top of it. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Most of the time, if I see that, I'm like, swipe. I don't swipe. know. I don't respect anybody enough for that. I, I no, because this shit's always funny. What? On stories? Oh, no, no, no. Mute, mute. That gets a mute, so I don't have to ever see that again. Never. <laughs> Hard mute. Hard Dash- mute. Too many dashes? <laughs> Too many dashes gets a pass. Too many animals gets a pass. Too many babies. I am muting you. I'm muting you. Oh, what? Okay, so this is my issue. Babies oh, thank are hard you. Thank now. you. Thank you. Thank you. Karen, you're <laughs> consistent. Uh, <laughs> but I literally tweeted yesterday if mass shooters targeted kennels we would have gun reform like that because people care more about pets than they do other people and that's very appropriate so to this true. conversation and then did cernovich have did cernovich immediately retweet you or i i, I assume he, ca- waiting on he that? came on on immediate sight of that tweet no i don't know cernovich what's up i, I Friend honestly of the show, mike cernovich anytime welcome on yeah totally totally and he's a he's a best no. friend of the show I've met him twice. I've done race wars with him twice. The first time, I fucking hated him. I hated him so hard. This and I was like, the why race wars story. does this guy have a platform? And then he came back another time and Shelby, may he rest, texted me and said, oh. <laughs> this is a living friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> said that fucking guy Cernovich uh, is coming on tonight. And I was like, I can't stand that fucking guy. And I was dreading going in, and it was during the election. And at one point, he called Hillary Clinton a hag. And I was like, I mean, this is the thing. Why are you doing that? Why are you saying that? Like, of all the shit you can say, why be Milo about it? Mm -hmm. I didn't say that at the time. But, like, why go to the you're ugly place? Like, just talk. After the show, where it got pretty heated between him and me. uh, Yeah, it did. We left the... (laughs) We left the... um, We left the Sirius building, which is, like, in Midtown... And we walked out onto the street together and like had this conversation. I was like, oh, you are like really just a human that has like different opinions about the world than I do. And it was like very, he made eye contact. It was like totally. He's also so smart and knows his shit. He's so, he's brilliant. And that's what's so interesting about him. He's not just tweeting like Roseanne to tweet like Roseanne. He's like saying shit that is really well thought out. Okay. You have a hard time arguing. but now that I, he, you know what, you cannot deny that. And also, uh, now that I know that he has done psychedelics, that makes a lot of sense to me. This is not the first time you've said that you're on board with someone because they've done psychedelics. It's not the first time I've said it about him either. I'm often on board with people that are on, like, into psychedelics because I think that, you know, I don't know, go read some, go read some Ken Kesey and some oh Timothy God. Leary and feel like a, like, entitled white guy that does drugs in the 60s. <laughs> it's a great feeling. Those guys were onto something. So here's the thing. 
Dr. Roseanne. Speaking of entitled white guys on drugs. <laughs> As I was saying, I think if you say that someone should be canceled, you there's actually no way to put this without being hypocrite. <laughs> so you have to think you, you would be can you should be forced to sit down and speak to that very person. I how you know who says you, that? You know who says it? Who? Shout out to best friend of the show, godmother of the show, Sarah Shulman. I'm struggling all right. And conflict of, is not abuse. Conflict is not abuse. Here's the she thing. She literally says that. You have to follow up. If you have a rough uh, text exchange, which I think we can extrapolate. She would disagree with this, I'm sure. But I think we can like take that out. To, if you have a rough exchange with somebody that's not in person, not face to face, you have an obligation to heal that hurt. You know, I saw some like in Chinatown, some like old people just like waving their arms in the wind, kind of. And it was, I was on my bike. It was Tai Chi. But it was like not Tai Chi that I've ever seen before. It was like really beautiful. They were just like fans in the wind doing it. And I was like, they're literally just making peaceful motions. And like it affected me. I was on my bike. I saw it and I immediately felt calmed down. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Okay, that's what Sarah Shulman's talking about. We well, have an obligation right. to create peace. My point is this. You have an obligation. If you call somebody out, if you want to be a call-out person and go, this was a fucked-up tweet and Roseanne should be canceled, you personally now have an obligation to be someone who communicates and doesn't just say someone should be canceled. Saying that someone should be canceled is has the exact opposite effect of whatever you think you're doing good in the world, okay, which you're I not. Okay, but if I back on that, you're going to come at me and be like... Uh, I don't have to deal with this. I don't have to deal with this because you can. Meet but you me. are. But you just. But you just went there. You just went there and engaged and said that she should be banned and canceled. Period. Not we should maybe like see if she's damaged or see what. So that what kind of whatever. communication do people have to have after they say that? I'm not saying people should. Ha I'm not prescribing a kind of communication people should have to have. I'm saying it's inherently wrong, like morally wrong, wrong for the society. Like it's bad for like a if you define something good as like what's good for people and like what's good for most of us or like us as a society, then that's bad. Saying you should cancel people is bad, and you're bad to do it. So okay, if you have, yes, if that's your sentiment and you want to achieve. Good. Speaking. You have an obligation to do the exact opposite. If your instinct just goes, she should be canceled. You have an obligation now to start a real dialogue. Oh, so you're saying okay. So negate your thought immediately. Like that's the that's the that's I get the, the yeah the cure. Is, is that okay. what you think is a cure? I'm the cure is the opposite of whatever people say. I mean, when they nail? say cancel her. So you're saying hard yes. Saying cancel people is bad. You should not do it. You've said that. I am saying, I'm uh, unequivocally saying that to say cancel people is bad. It's the opposite of what we always need. But it's a human impulse to need. want to just be like, shut the fuck up. But the difference, but that's not shut the fuck up. Cancel means, cancel means shut up, go away, and never come back ever yeah, again. Yeah, but traumatized people never are crazy work. and we're traumatized as a society I know people, too much privilege. I know people personally, I don't want to mention names because it's fucked up, but I know people personally who have gotten into it so bad that people go cancel that person and it's affected their lives for years and there's no restitution so when you say cancel what you mean is don't listen to them they've lost their voice permanently which is fucking awful there's that person still a person still alive and the worst part is you're going instead give their voice to me i'm saying cancel them listen to me it's me who matters okay I'm so everyone's selfish it. that's true i agree with you it's counterproductive and On it's evil media. it's evil and it's wrong and people don't go away you can't throw people away in the garbage Mm -hmm. And now it's forever. Forever. And some people will 
will read, like, they'll type in someone's name into the URL bar, and then they'll read, like, the first two things, and then that's it. That's yeah. Them, like, forever, they, they don't give them any... Well, this is what happens you when you what? try to become immortal. And that's what mm. that's what all of this is, yeah. is, like, the quest for immortality. And that's not just me being dramatic, like... Ray Kurzweil wrote a whole book about it. The singularity is near, and it's literally about downloading consciousness onto the internet, basically. And that it's like, <laughs> yeah. So, so you know who else agrees? Who? Cernovich. <laughs> I have to talk to him about blockchain. Anyway, we'll get there. Um, I don't know. You know, like I feel like it's really justified that ABC canceled Roseanne. Show. Yes, but there's, I, but I'm talking about. Exactly. And it is because of business this. Can, but business cancellation is different than Twitter cancellation. Okay, people, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about that. But this was I'm not, not just a business can, This This was not a... Well, it was a good for business decision. Yeah, of because course. They were losing ad money. They made the decision right immediately. away. Immediately. Right away. If so the, fine. If the advertisers... This is where I think it would have gotten The advertisers murky. pulled out right away. If the advertisers had not pulled out, which they obviously had to in in the climate that we now live in, which I don't think is like... A moment and then it's over. I think this is the new normal that we're going to be living with this level of call out and transparency. It's going to be increasingly like this as we have a generation of people that every communication they have is going to be recorded. Yeah, right. Everything's got a receipt, right? Everything's going to have a receipt. So, but what's what's your point of that? This is the price to pay for the quest. Sure. This is it. This is but what we're. This is what, where we're trending. Here's the thing for Roseanne. So for Roseanne, she did something crazy and wrong. I mean, it's just wild. There's obviously some kind of like impulse control thing there or whatever. She's got her own shit to deal with. And that's but who's going to stay following her. She, but but what I'm saying is this. Also, now she has a choice, right? So also speaking from not experience of people I know. You have a choice now. When people say cancel you, you're going to take a hit for a sec. You just are. You fucked up. Okay. Now you can either rally right figure out what happened why how did i co-create the situation which part's my responsibility and then and now what do i do right who do i have to talk to like who like so how do, what do i do to go forward and by forward i mean forward right and then conversely the other thing you can do is make this your brand and live in this space now of being a pariah and that is now you're part of the problem of cancellation. If you like lean into being canceled and you're like, well, I'm ruined. I can't go forward. I have to stagnate and stay here. Now you're like validating everything everyone said. Now they, so were they right to say that? Like, so what they're doing is maybe like doing her a favor. Not in terms, okay, she lost her job. That totally sucks. She fucked up. A lot of people lost their jobs and that sucks a dick. But she's fine. She's but very for her, rich. She's very rich. And for her personally, now she has a chance to like figure some shit out and maybe rebrand. And isn't that like so valuable? Well, it's psychotic. <laughs> that, like if that's what happens, that's psychotic. Like that's well, not, life is psychotic. Yeah, yeah it sure, is. sure. Everything's psychotic. Yeah, yeah fine. Maybe I, I don't mean that. Uh, I mean that exactly how it's said. Uh, I'm not like as judgmental as it like sounds. I just think that that is what it is. Her. Her thing is, uh, I think, like, I, I, the only correlation I can draw is, like, the Kevin Spacey's, the people, like, that's the closest one. Kevin Spacey had a, a big hit show that got canceled because of his behavior. No, he didn't. He just got fired from it. The show's not canceled. Oh, that's right. But the show wasn't called the Kevin Spacey show. Roseanne is called Roseanne. All right, so, so my point doesn't hold. <laughs> I, I stopped watching it. 
apparent allegedly assaulted someone. No. Kevin years Spacey ago. allegedly has been assaulting people for years. Allegedly. Not someone. Okay, friend of the show, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> well, not this show. I mean, unless you want to come on and talk about it. <laughs> Um, the difference also is though you can fair, prove that's you can prove the tweet you can't prove the action that it's such a weird I'm not I don't I'm not saying like don't believe it whatever uh, obviously not well actually nothing's obvious but yeah it's interesting you can like you kept the tweet is concrete whereas the actions although they had I would say more of an effect than a tweet um, there's like not a concrete thing where you go oh he did it The same place everyone else does so Twitter like, self selecting. No or TV self selecting. Well, I don't know. That's I a me- like but really that's a mental illness. Know. There's a mental illness component and not that I'm calling everyone who tweets something crazy mentally ill, but I am saying also from knowing people who act that way sometimes that people you would be surprised what people genuinely don't see coming. Okay, but also she maybe is a drinker. And the only reason that I say that is when I was living in Venice, California in 2011, I was living right off Abbot Kinney, which is like a big main drag through Venice. I thought it was a band. And she <laughs> tweeted, because I've been following Roseanne. I think I unfollowed her at some point, but I was following her. I do love Roseanne. I did. I mean, I do. I feel... It's your pie sense tingling. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I'm angry all, at her. I don't want to sound... She's everyone an icon else, whether you like her or not. But listen, here's the thing. everyone. If you want to listen to everyone else talk about what a like horrible racist she needs to be canceled, go listen to another podcast. Don't listen to the show. Right. Like, I don't think because she fucked up that it's like, A, great for the culture that her voice is silenced. Because I think that her willingness to be booed is something that whether you agree with why she's being booed or not, whatever side you're on... It gives us a place to focus the rage because having entertainment, it's fucking Roman. It's gladiator shit. Like we let we have to put that on other people because if we don't, eventually we're we're stuck face to face and then we are going to tear each other's faces off. So like I don't know if that's actually true. I think that there's a lot of resentments that build in real life. And I actually think if like we're forced. Yes. When you're a line of work, you're a podcast. Well, and I bartend and I see it. I see people that are... The reason that I think Roseanne drinks is when I was living on Abbott Kinney one day in 2011, she was like, maybe I'll go to that place on Abbott Kinney has nice wine. Because she was like a crazy tweeter back then. And like, I think that's literally all she tweeted. And I was like, (laughs) is she going to be in my neighborhood? And I didn't like go out to find her, but I was like, Roseanne's nearby. Wow. Um, I've always liked Roseanne. Yeah. And I never like thought about how racist she was probably because... I like, I I knew it, but I knew it the same way I know most of my family is racist. And like, I'm sorry, this is not the show where you're going to hear me say I hate my family because they're racist. I disagree with them, obviously. But like, Roseanne's not my family, but I also think that she added value. But Roseanne's also, she is our family. She's our weird national family of TV families we all grew up with. She's family in her weird way. And she fucked up. Very publicly, uh, in at a time when when you fuck up publicly, it's a forever fuck up. And are you gonna? The the real question is: So you do you disown your family? Well, I think the lesson to take from these celebrity fuck ups that feel so monumental is 
that we can see in them our own fuck ups. And so it allows us to like humanize ourselves and not distance ourselves from our behavior and our nature and like all the shit about us that we don't like and that we suppress with pills or booze or pot in my case especially like whatever your thing is yoga compulsive running there's this fucking guy i swear to god I mean, i'm literally right i gotta here. get this guy if anybody else this is just a two second aside there is an old man he's probably i don't know how old he is he's like probably like five six five seven he's pretty short old man white scruffy beard runs barefoot or with very very small like uh like barely there running shoes in prospect park literally whenever i'm there i i don't know if he just spends hours upon hours there <laughs> I, it's like is this a ghost is this like some sort of like sam shepherd play where i'm seeing myself in 50 years wow. running around the track and no one else can see him but me but he's literally there constantly if anybody else has ever seen that was this psychedelic guy as shit. i know right Oh, the oh, LARPers? Man. I don't know. God they bless just, them. Yeah, they just fight with each other. It's, it's so funny when people do stuff in real life together. I'm like, you know, you could just tweet this sword fight, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? I don't know. Roseanne fucked up. She should. The show should be canceled because she, yeah. But at, as much as the show should be canceled because it's a business and she fucked up their business, Roseanne herself shouldn't be canceled. And if you say she should be canceled, I would say you and not Roseanne are the problem. Well, I would also say that you are human and that's a natural impulse. And my hope is that with time and reflection, when feelings soften, because I think most people's feelings will soften over time because it's always in the immediate aftermath where the emotions heightened that it's like the hardest to do certain things. And that's where Roseanne also has an opportunity to soften because knowing that people do soften over time, if you're the one who fucked up, you get a chance because you know that's how people are. And then to, to your credit, you can be that way too. Okay, I'm not saying it's the same thing at all. What? But What's it, a, wait, what are you arguing with me? But I just made an amazing point. No, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Okay, I'm building okay, okay. on it. I'm okay. yes ending. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. I'm not saying I'm pre. I'm giving a preface before I say this, and people are like it's not the same. <laughs> when Kathy Griffin held up Donald Trump's head, which I had an objection to because it was not specific enough, she should have come out in like the full ISIS like decapitator hood, <laughs> and then it would have been funny. Like if she had like really gone for she it, she would have gotten fucked either way. It was violent. And but as a, as a, that was my critique of the humor. It didn't go far enough. I didn't care that she decapitated the president. I was like, free speech, yes. Free speech, 100%. And immediately as soon as it happened, I was like, she's going to be fine. And what is she? More than fine. She was just, she just did a get ready with me with uh, Jeffree Star on YouTube. And she is, that officially means that she is back in the arms of the gays. Yep, she she's never fine. went anywhere. She's fine. She's an icon too. Here, the thing is though, if you do shit like that annoying, and you're already right? iconic, <laughs> but if you're already iconic and you do like a crazy to fuck me. up like that where people are like cancel you, you have such a big opportunity because now you've brought your brand to the forefront, even if it's taken a hit. Like I swear there's no such thing as bad PR anymore. So if you take a hit like that, you can always, always spin it. Like with the exception of like, what you know, a you president murdered a child Trump. or whatever. What a president but you Trump. can always, always bring it back. Trump made a whole career, no, no. a presidency That's out of that. That's what I'm saying. But what did he say to friend of the show, David Luckin? To his parents, when David Luckin was in a show with Marla Maples while Donald Trump was married to Marla Maples, he said to David, David Luckin's Luckin, parents. Playwright, friend of the show. Friend of the show. 
He was in a show while Donald Trump was married to Marla Maples with Marla Maples. Mm -hmm. And uh, Donald Trump met David Luckin's parents after the show and said, Dad's big star, big star. All he needs is one scandal. And that's that's his mentality. Right, you are. All he needs is one scandal. Roseanne will be back. I, I predict there will be, there's not going to be another Roseanne called Roseanne, but there's going to be some kind of new Roseanne in a few years' time. She's already tried During and pre- Trump presidency, miserably failed at a talk show. But Trump presidency number two, which... Mark my words on this podcast is coming, uh, is going to have a, a Roseanne come back where she comes back softer. I'm oh, putting money, shit. putting down money. Maybe I am a Roseanne super fan because I watched <laughs> the talk show, I just realized, and I, I think I watched every single episode of Roseanne's Nuts, which was her reality show on Lifetime about her macadamia nut farm Definitely. in Oh, I was Hawaii. hoping it was about the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. She was like, she has, no, I watched it. It was great. I can't believe you started that sentence with I might be a Roseanne super fan. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just like a big brassy racist Lesbian. woman named Rosie. <laughs> or Rose, like I, Rosie O'Donnell, same thing. Like I like have seen everything she's done. And she she has more acceptable racism. Friend of the she show, just, Rosie O'Donnell. She just says ching chong chong. Know. She No, she did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's best friend of the show. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that David Cross should. I believe that he said some stupid joke. He's not a racist. I don't believe that for one second. I know on the set of a comedy thing in a green room where everybody was joking around and hanging out. When I hear that from like from a, with somebody somebody who's not a comic says that about not I know I'm not saying saying comic exceptionalism. I know people get really annoyed with that, but in a comedy context, when you're around comics on a comic show or whatever, and they do some like silly, stupid, like, do you know comics joke just in the privacy of a green room or a trailer or something? It's so different than if you're like out on the street or tweeting to millions of people or whatever. Like, I always see that's the that's what annoys me about not you, Pels Pies, but like, but but you, but, but, the, the, but you personally, but also like the <laughs> this thing of like the contextless, contextless cancellation and that's why also listen the tweet on its face is bad i agree with canceling with the show roseanne but also how much trouble was i just having trying to find the context of the tweet like what tweet came before what tweet i'm never gonna know i can't find the screenshots it happened so fast whole thing i'm sure is deleted do you know what i mean with the david cross thing when we're we're, i'm like well this is what comic and i wasn't there obviously and don't know the whole story and you were and whatever but but when we're like well i don't know i don't know and again, it's not about you specifically. I'm just saying we but have mostly no. Mostly about but, you. But, but the the downside of having all this access to information is having not enough access to the right information. Like we need the context. I, I just I don't know why I brought it up actually. No, I'm don't that, back down. It fight was her. a valid pie fight, point. Fight. fight. No, I actually don't think Make your pie points. Expensive. I just thought it was funny that everyone was talking about like sexual <laughs> harassment and the thing. Someone was like, one time. David Cross pulled his eyes out inside. Like, cool. Uh, Fuck, I, marry, kill. <laughs> <laughs> David Cross. So Roseanne. Cool. Rosie O'Donnell. Ooh, that's really a gross one. Okay. Okay, I'm going to... Exactly. Who are you going to fuck? Okay, here's the thing. I have to fuck David because I can't you need imagine <laughs> fucking either Rosie. Do you say Rosie or Roseanne? Yeah. I can't fuck Rosie and I can't fuck Roseanne, okay? If I were into a girl, which talk to you after the show because it doesn't it's once in a bluesies um, and you have to be straight seas. It's you have to be <laughs> and you have to be hot seas and it ain't them. 
God bless I'm love a lesbian blah, 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 et cetera all the all the stuff that I'm supposed to tweet out um so I would fuck him however you can have a chaste marriage and because of that I would marry the fuck out of Roseanne I mean I just can you imagine she's a Jew say no she's more she's a Jew I would never I would never be bored I, I have no choice as part of the game. Hashtag you know I mean? read Rosie O'Donnell's you know I mean? book, Celebrity Detox. It's I got to say, I only get over someone when I get bored of them. It's happened before. It'll happen again. And I just don't feel like those two, my fucking Mary, will bore me ever. Okay, your turn. Rosie, I don't know, can live without. Her thing is pies. Okay, wait, wait. Can I, can I, can you don't I know fix Roseanne? this? Wait, wait. Really. Let wow. me make this easier for you, okay? Rhubarb pie, chocolate pie, <laughs> tomato pie. Oh, yeah, no. you make pie. Fuck. Rhubarb pie. Interesting. Very interesting. Oh, yeah, you are. Wait, what was the other one? Kill it. <laughs> Cherry pie? <laughs> what I thought was it was chocolate one? pie. Oh, chocolate. chocolate pie killer. Really? I mean, I'm going to fuck up this chocolate pie you brought. Yeah, it's, uh, see, sometimes by default you have to. That was actually really racist, but okay. Um, <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. Um, I'm going to not do the pie one. Uh, but no, you don't have to. That's, gonna, that was, I made it just yeah, yeah. pied up. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to fuck the shit out of all of them because I'm a, a pothead and I like to really eat a vulgar amount of food. Oh, you have to do to answer your own marriage. for gonna, Yeah, of yeah. course, 100%. Obviously. I'm obviously marrying Rosie O'Donnell because we're soulmates. Obviously. And like don't kill like. I mean, unless you like get in my way, but she's not in my way. Uh, and then I'm going to... Um, fuck obviously David Cross have to oh, yeah 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 and I'm gonna kill Roseanne because oh. cancel Roseanne no I'm just kidding you know how I feel about it listen to the episode <laughs> I'm putting her down sometimes you kill the things you love yeah. That is a Rosie O'Donnell. Nobody comes steal from me. That is a Rosie O'Donnell original piece of art called Tommy and Me. It's a decoupaged picture that she drew on of a magazine cutout of her and Tom Cruise kissing her on the forehead. Decoupage is gay for glued up. Yeah, it's a glued up (laughs) picture. It's stunning. Uh, And it's a, yeah, it was a 30th birthday gift. Uh, Isn't it so annoying when someone immediately assumes you don't know what a French word means? You know is it so annoying someone like said like if you had said like decoupage and then pause and looked at us all cunty someone I know just said something 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 noisette to me and then gave like this like really patronizing pause and looked at me to see if I knew what a noisette was okay but I Fuck just want to say this is how you know this is how you know I'm a Rosie yes. super fan <laughs> Rosie I'm a real super fan because like I've engaged her since like rosie.com like that's like between the Rosie O show and now I wasn't on AOL when she was like doing AOL chats at the height of her fame. But like wow. after 2002, she like had Rosie.com and she'd like ask Ro. Like I was all over that shit. Her blog, she'd write these little like haiku type like poems about the culture and they were amazing. But anyway, Rosie O'Donnell, the reason I know decoupage and that's how you know I'm a stan is she used to talk about decoupaging all the time on her show. Ooh. I'd never heard the word before. By the way, Noisette is like in case somebody wants to tell me to go fuck myself is uh, a like, small noise it's like a no it's like a little like puckered thing like a, it's like a little like meat cluster like a little like uh, like chocolate cluster or something okay so uh don't cancel pell's pies what's the website it's just the worst way to promote something by saying don't cancel Pell's Pies. <laughs> I, Pell's Pies. We have a big backyard. We have beer and wine. 
I love yes, everything that you've said so far. I can't wait to. Also, this, this, uh, these pies, pies, this chocolate and tomato pie, are gorgeous. We're so check out the Insta story. Gonna have physical sex with them. Yeah, totally. Check uh, out our Insta story. Be popping with pies at unhirable show on, on everything. All of it. Unhirable podcast at gmail.com If you have a lot to say, <laughs> patreoncom slash unhirable. Be a daddy who have, pays. Be a daddy. Be a daddy who pays. If you have trouble finding it, it's probably because you're oh in the wrong and not us. This? But also, no, no, we're in the wrong. No, no, 100%. <gasps> we are. I looked. I, I hate admitting that. I no, no, no. Because I actually like went in and like looked at our settings and shit. We had a box clicked that said we had explicit content. No. Meaning nudity and explicit photos. And I was like, we never have any of that. No, we don't. We I should. I unclicked it. I 100% <laughs> unclicked fact, it. Did Were you like, uh, sounds like a good idea, box. I'll get right on it. So what that told me is that you don't come up in searches. Right, we don't. Because people have said that to us multiple times. It literally said that when I unclicked the box. I was okay. like, Oh, I'm unclicking it. Fuck. Yeah, okay, so bad. we're searchable. But it's also so easy. It's patreon.com slash unhireable. You guys literally get it. It's there. All right, thanks for listening. <laughs> don't See cancel you next week. us unless pay you're us, an asshole. Pay us more money for dope bonus content on patreon.com. Three bucks slash a month. Unhireable daddies. See you next week. Mm-hmm.